Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present Voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. to play along 317-684-8444 it is time for your voicemails with kendall and casey on 93 wibc but before we get to that we have to say congratulations to uh one of our co-workers oh. T- tony kinnett uh-huh. you know the uh, the kinnett cast is being uh hosted by uh jerry lopez right now because tony kinnett has been off he's taking some time off and I thought you were gonna say jerry lewis <laughs> no jerry lopez uh tony kinnett has been <laughs> off because he is on paternity leave and his wife had a, a baby yesterday oh congratulations james jack anthony kinnett was born wait He's, wait what's this wait what how james, many kids names does that kid have well his name is james anthony mm-hmm. but they're gonna call him oh, jack okay. i thought you meant his name was james jack i was like always oh, doing this royal family thing where there's no. nine, nine names i'm not on board with that no his oh. name is james anthony so he only has three names yep uh and uh they're gonna call him jack he was eight pounds and 11 ounces okay so congratulations to Tony Kennett and his wife and their daughter as well. She's got a little brother. Um, are you with me on the birthdays, though, that the birthdays should be about the mother because the mother did all the work? Oh, yeah. Thank a- you. As someone who's given birth. Exactly. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you didn't. <laughs> I, I want all the glory. My theory on that for years has been all you did is God tapped you on the shoulder mm-hmm. and said it's time to come out and the mother did all the actual work. Well, the WIBC family has grown by one. Yeah. Wonderful. Congratulations. I, I can't wait to meet him. On your on your three name kid, the uh-huh. way it should be. <laughs> all right. Let's uh, let's get to your phone calls. So you and I had a discussion the other day. It was a rather quick one, but somebody decided they needed to weigh in on it oh. about when you should take your Christmas down. Decorations down. Yeah, God was always told Elvis's. Growing up, mm-hmm. I was always told Elvis's birthday, which is January eighth. I think it's the eighth. Yes, yeah. that that is the deadline. If you have them up after Elvis's birthday, mm-hmm. you're being tacky. Okay, well, somebody- which seems reasonable. Christmas is the twenty fifth. Mm-hmm. That gives you two weeks then to get your decorations mm-hmm. down. Yeah. Okay. Well, somebody called and wants to set us straight. Hi, I wanted to chime in about the Christmas decorations and when they should come down. And it is not one size fits all. It depends on what the decoration is. Mm. If it's about Santa or reindeer or elves or anything pertaining to the North Pole, they should already be put away for the year. The North Pole is done until next season. If it is pertaining to a nativity scene, don't you dare take it down until after the epiphany. My goodness, I can't believe Micah didn't tell us that. Um, <laughs> and if it's something that's just bright and shiny and pretty and doesn't really have a theme, then there's a little discretion involved. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the epiphany is on Saturday, Oh, by the way. So which if you we- go by her rules... Which would be before the 8th, mm-hmm. so I would be right. You'd be, in, Thank you'd be you. okay, yeah. Well, how many times am I proven correct on this show? After people, and it's only after people are being, for no reason, brutally mean to me. Mm-hmm. I think somebody's going to prove you wrong later on. Because what is today? Mouth. Today's Thursday. Mm-hmm. Friday's the fifth. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow's, so that would give you two days. Yeah, that would give you two days to get your your 
Christmas decorations down. Yep. Okay, thanks. We had a phone call or a conversation about how they're trying to pass a bill in the Indiana legislature that is uh, officially naming the Hoosier state, right? Yes, after Harry Hoosier, Mm -hmm. uh, a a black pastor, Mm -hmm. and Micah was on, and we talked a lot about this, and I said, that's fine if they want to do that. I don't have any problem with that. However, it... It makes me angry that they have time to focus on things like this. But then when you look at them and say, why don't you do something about my property taxes that have never been higher? They just go and and look at you like you're like you're crazy. So they have time. I mean, let's face it. That is a is a peripheral issue when it comes to the nuts and bolts of the government. You being able to afford to stay in your home or put gas in your car. That is a day-to-day issue directly impacted by the actions of the government, and they don't want to touch that. A little bit more important than the state's nickname, but somebody actually wanted to call and comment about the phrase Hoosier. We are called Hoosiers because of the owls in the trees along the Ohio River in the dark. You might remember they said they heard, who's there? It was a damn owl. In fact, we need to change the state bird to an owl instead of a cardinal. There's five cardinals as state birds in America. How about we have the only state that has the owl? I actually like that idea. Because I think it's interesting that there are that many states that have the red cardinal as their state bird. Well, you would raise an interesting point when we had this conversation. There are leading theories Mm -hmm. on how... Indiana, Indiana got yeah. its name, and some are far better and like far more likely than others. I think the like Harry Hoosier thing is probably far more likely than whose ears are these, but you don't know for sure. So, are we willing to codify something into state law mm-hmm. that you don't definitively know yeah. for sure, and isn't part of the lure, the lure, the unknown? Is, is not knowing. Right. For sure. Like, do you really want to know? Adds an air of mystique to right. it. Right. There's some things yeah. that the, the mystique and the various people having their various passionate opinions are uh, maybe better than the thing it's thing itself. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, you took, I don't know, a three-week sabbatical. By force. Uh, by, by force, of course. Somebody wanted to call and make a comment about who was filling in while we were both out. Hey, guys. Just a quick comment. Not really for um, you guys, I guess, but maybe for your bosses. Um, but when you were both out and Brad and Abdul filled in, that was uh, awesome. They are a great team together. If you guys are ever both out again, I would recommend them. Thanks. I thought that was a nice phone call. Well, when we get fired, maybe that'll be our replacement. Right. It'll be the Brad and Abdul show. I mean, I just did sign the new contract. Yeah. So, I you're, mean, you're good. You're pro- it could be later today for well, me. Well, but you, I, you know, Casey, I, at any given time, yeah. I am capable of saying something that will get myself removed from these airwaves. <laughs> I will never forget this. Years there ago, may be a contract, but that's no guarantee. Years ago, when Dan Dockett was still at the fan, and he kind of started coming down here and doing stuff with Hammer and Nigel, and he wasn't real familiar with the, you know, Dan's obviously gotten much more into politics recently, but he's sitting in here, and I was filling in for Nigel one day, and he looks at Hammer, and he goes, 
So who's the most likely to say something to get themselves fired? And Hammer just points right at me and goes, that guy. <laughs> that guy right there. <laughs> so, uh, yes, that the uh, very thank, many thanks to everyone who filled in, mm-hmm. uh, Abdul, uh, Brad. Uh, I love Jim Roberts. Mm-hmm. I'm very, I know. You, I, <laughs> you like it when the dude fills that's in. That's your least favorite, but that's my <laughs> most favorite. <laughs> no, actually, you know what? When he does fill in with me, it makes it easy because we can work on stuff at home. Yeah. And, um, you know, obviously we have conversations all the time. Yeah. So I'm comfortable with him and i could just tell by the look on his face where he's going whereas sometimes working with ethan he keeps me on my toes because i don't know what he's gonna say you mean like when he brings in a box of nazi (laughs) memorabilia and was like i can't wait to show this to the audience yes exactly like that (laughs) um okay let's uh we've got one last phone call kevin if we could go to the one called ty because there's a phrase that you say often oh, on the radio. Uh-huh. You say, tie goes to the runner. Yes. It's a baseball analogy. That's correct. Yes. Right? Well, somebody, do we have it, Kevin? Yep. Somebody uh, called, and he wants to tell you that you're wrong. Oh. Good morning, Casey and Rob. Uh, longtime listener, also longtime baseball umpire. Over 20 years with the ISHAA. Rob, I got to call you out on your rules interpretation on a tie goes to the runner. Uh, that seems to be an urban myth. Um, a tie does not go to the runner. A, the rules state that a runner must beat the throw. Um, so therefore, if there's a tie, oh my gosh, um, stop! Turn it, it off! Out. Turn it off! Turn it off! No, wait a minute. He redeems himself. Can you sure. keep going? Love the show. Just wanted to set you straight on that because you've repeated it wait many times it. the last year or two. And I never called in, but I thought I would today. Mm-hmm. Also, big Springsteen fan. I've seen 16 shows over the last 35-plus mm-hmm. years. And um, hope to see number 17th in Columbus, Ohio, in April. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Hey, you should go to a show with him. I know. I was thinking the same yeah. thing. They can talk about the tie goes to the runner rule the entire way that, to Columbus. Exactly. Because that's what I want to do if I'm going to go to a Bruce Springsteen <laughs> show. Best friend. Oh, my goodness. Uh, it's, it's a figure of speech. Mm-hmm. However you choose to interpret your umpiring is great. And by the way, thanks to that guy for being an umpire because nobody wants to be an official anymore and those people get treated like complete garbage and so thanks to that guy for being one of seven people left who's still willing to get screamed at by some uninformed parent because my goodness uh there is a real shortage of officials mm-hmm. now because nobody wants to deal with other people's crap. Yeah. And all the older the parents people are, who lose their minds over again. Yeah, are retiring. Yeah. There's some I read this the other day that there is some little league somewhere who if you get and I wish I could remember where this was. If you get belligerent and they rem- if they kick you out or remove you, mm-hmm. you cannot come back until you have umpired three games. Oh, that's a good you rule. You cannot come watch your game yeah. play sports. Walk a mile in I my shoes. Yeah. I love that. That's great.